Hey, hey, and welcome to another informative session of the Joan Henry Radio Show. I'm your host, Jamaican Joan, and I'm happy to bring to you another great show today. But before I continue with the show, let me take time to thank my Heavenly Father for this great day and all of its greatness. Then I would like to thank the May We Help You radio network and sponsors. Thanks to everyone who has tuned in locally and internationally. And whether you're listening live or listening to the replay, special thanks to you for being my returning listeners. Thanks for your continued love and support. So for those of you tuning in for the first time to the Joan Henry Radio Show, This show is designed to bring you a weekly series of exciting programs that will inform, educate, and inspire you to start or take your business to another level. The show features guests who covers a variety of business and motivational topics such as mindset, which of course is my favorite because you know everything begins with a mindset. Goal setting. Because for us to achieve any goal, we must first establish those goals. We've got to set those goals in, in, in motion, right? Then, of course, we cover recognizing opportunities, creative thinking, financial literacy, another one of my favorite because as an entrepreneur, it is vital that we have an understanding of we have a good financial literacy um, education, whether it's savings or banking or whatever it might be. Financial literacy is imperative. And then, of course, we have branding, network marketing, and a host of other motivational and entrepreneurship topics. So, listeners, in addition to this show being on the May We Help You radio network, the May We Help You app, SoundCloud, AMFM 247, please check me out on iHeartRadio. Download the app and listen to the Joan Henry Radio Show whenever or wherever you like. Again, I thank you for your continued love and support. Today's featured guest is Mr. Leroy McKenzie, who is, of course, no stranger to this show, and you will hear from him shortly. But today's mindset quote comes from the great Maya Angelou. And she says in her quote, you may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise above, and how you can still come out, come out of it. See, I love that, that quote from Maya Angelou. But before I introduce my guest, let me make a radio announcement. Because today's show is sponsored by Hootsuite. Visit the May We Help You radio network site for your free trial. When you sign up today, you will receive a free 30-minute trial of Hootsuite Pro. Hootsuite's unique social media dashboard allows, allows organizations to manage multiple social networks engage and identify their audience, and analyze their social media campaigns. So visit www.mwhyradar.com and sign up for your trial by clicking on the Hootsuite logo. Before I introduce my guest, again, I have another quick announcement. This is about Risa Incorporated. And for those of you who do not know, Risa Incorporated is my 501c3 organization where um, the organization connects women and girls to a variety of business, not business, you see I'm talking about business, right, to a variety of services such as homelessness, domestic violence, legal services, and we are looking for sponsors for our June Black Tie Fundraiser, uh, looking for folks to de- donate stuff for our silent auction or raffle. And, of course, you can find all of the information about RISA at RISA women, org. Again, it's RISA, R-E-S-A-F-O-R, women.org. So if you're listening for the first time, 
I'm going to have to have Mr. Leroy McKenzie to introduce himself to you because for all of the folks who listen on a regular basis, you have heard Leroy at least two times already. So, Mr. McKenzie, welcome to the jo- welcome back to the Joan Henry Radio Show. How are you doing today? A good, good, good day, Miss Miss uh, Miss Joan. Thank you so very much for having me uh, oh. back on the show. <laughs> oh, <say>. awesome! And <laughs> for the, for, <laughs> for those who may not know about Mr. Leroy McKenzie Jr., can you just tell my listeners some? <laughs> Of the amazing thing about you, <laughs> uh, well, and thank you. And it's kind of funny because I'm I'm used to actually doing the interview, so it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny being on the other side of that, having to talk about myself um, and, and be able to tell others about me. But um, but I am the president and CEO of JNF Enterprises, which is a uh, distribution, publishing, and business consulting firm located in Baltimore, uh, Maryland. I work with individuals that are looking, that are aspiring authors, as well as um, uh, seasoned authors that are looking to gain more uh, market share, do more branding, do more marketing, uh, as well as aspiring entrepreneurs who are uh, looking to start a business and those that are looking to grow their business. Um, through marketing, through branding. Um, That's kind of what I do on the professional side. Um, A little bit on the other side of me, grew grew up in in Baltimore, grew up, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Went to the University of Maryland Eastern Shore uh, for college, graduated there in hospitality uh, management, HRM, uh, the HRM uh, department, and... um, Went to um, went on to just work in corporate America. Decided to to start my own business and wanted to um, to have something that was my own and, and build you know my own legacy, build my own uh, empire and everything like that. And and that's kind of where I am today. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. And um, on th- with that being said. I must ask you this question because sure. let's kick things off because as a seasoned entrepreneur, right, mm-hmm. in this economy where people are dealing with mm-hmm. lost jobs, slow businesses, mm-hmm. how are you personally dealing with it and what advice do you have for your fellow mm-hmm. entrepreneurs? That's you know, a, this is serious. Yeah, <laughs> this, this it, serious. it's real serious. It, it, and yeah. it's a great question. And this isn't just for uh, entrepreneurs. This is for those individuals that are that may be in the, that are just in in a career. You know, they could be in a career, but as you see, like we say, this is serious business where your your career could be taken away from you uh, at an instant. You know, where you yeah. you're looking for where that next paycheck is coming from. Um, But here's what I'm doing. Personally, um, the way that I um, designed my business was to have multiple streams of income. Ah. So, So that if one part of the aspect of my business isn't, you know, isn't doing, you know, isn't doing what it's supposed to do, or it's in that, uh, that down, that down cycle, which is what I call it, you know, where it's in the down cycle, I have those other aspects of my business that, you know, on the up cycle. So it kind of leverages itself out where uh, I'll just give you an example with the, um, let's say right now, the the um, distribution part of it, which is my Christian-based products that I have, um, which are my hats, shirts, and things like that. If this is an, If that's in a down cycle, I still have my business consulting that I do. I still have my um, book publishing that I do. So I have a, a couple of other streams that are, that are, um, that assist me in being able to have income kind of still coming in, which which helps me. And they say that um, if you look at it, the 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 wealthy uh, of this world, the wealthy people of this world, have seven streams of income. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seven streams of income. So that would be what my advice would be to someone who's an entrepreneur who may be going through a soap period, what other streams of income can you either create or do you already have that you that you may be able to use to to kind of get through this this down cycle that we're in right now. Um, that would be, like I said, for an entrepreneur or even someone who has a career and may be furloughed like 
like we're talking about with the government or maybe someone that may be out of work right now. You're looking, you know, you may be looking forward. What are those tools, what are those gifts, or what are those things that you do well that can generate income for you? You know, so that would be um, the advice that I would give to someone. Take a look at, at those streams of income that you have. And if you don't have multiple streams of income, what other streams can you, um, can you create to be able to have um, uh, funds come in when that cycle, when you're in the down cycle of when the economy is in a, in a down cycle and you might not be doing as well in, in one aspect of your, you know, of your business or in your career? Well, you know, they used to have this saying that Jamaicans have three jobs. Well, this is one time I'm really proud of my heritage. Absolutely. Because trust me, these are the days when you need two, three, four jobs. So Mm -hmm. that saying has been a long, it's been around for a long time, but it's necessary and it's relevant, especially now. So this is one moment again I I'm very honored to be yeah. a Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> All three jobs. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> and like you mentioned, Leroy, you know, people may have to just tap into some of their um, mm-hmm. other gifts because I know there's a lot of people with a lot of gifts and talents, and they're just sitting on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, mm-hmm. is it going to take something like this to happen for them to really right. activate those God-given gifts, right. you know, to create that, multiple stream of income that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, and that's true. And, and what, it does, what it's done, Joan, is it's forced people to think about, wow, I, you know, what, what else can I do? What else do I have to do so that I can make those ends meet, you know? Yes. Yep. So I must ask you this, though, because, mm-hmm. like, there's, there are several entrepreneurs who are entrepreneurs at heart but still – have mm-hmm. a regular nine to five. Do you deal with the nine to five or no? Um, well, I I do in well not in a in a I guess I have a a part time that I do. Like I said, I have okay. multiple streams of income. So, <laughs> so you know so that so that you so that you're able to do the you know so that you're able to either meet those obligations or if once you can get to a certain level where you where you necessarily uh, you have the multiple streams of income, but those multiple streams um, kind of work for you as opposed to you working for someone else. You know what I mean? Right. And, so. Yeah, and, and I asked that, and absolutely there's nothing wrong with that because even absolutely. as an entrepreneur myself, I, of course I still work a regular job, but I do mm-hmm. other things that I do because, right. you know, even, as, even entrepreneurs who just straight entrepreneurs just work for themselves, mm-hmm. even stuff like what's going on with this shutdown, it affects them as well. I have absolutely. a friend who she runs a daycare and has been running a daycare successfully for many years, but mm-hmm. the the kids that she um, take care of, these are kids of people who are no longer, mm-hmm. who's not working right now. So with that right. being said, they are keeping their children at home themselves. And so, of Absolutely. course, that messes up her business. Absolutely. And that's the, <laughs> that's the thing that, that you don't hear um, folks in the media talking about, the ripple right. effect of yes. that, because it's more than just the 800,000 government employees that aren't working. If they aren't working, that means they aren't going to those businesses that are around, you know, that they usually patronize, that they usually go to. And you just gave a perfect example, a, a simple yep. example of, of a daycare, somebody who yep. takes care of the kids. They can't take their kids there. So what happens, nope. that affects her income, which in turn is going to affect another wherever she might be going because she doesn't necessarily have the disposable income that she would have or the income that she would have to be able to do the things that she needs to do. So it's a whole ripple effect, and it it, it, it spreads out, and it, it has spread out over it just sure this has. month that, you know, this month that, that, um, that they've had the shutdown. Just in one month, the amount of money that it's cost this country they've talked about, I'm talking in the billions. Yep. That it's cost. That it's cost this country. Yes, it sure has. Mm-hmm. But in other news, <laughs> like you mentioned earlier, that you're a, a, a publisher, right? Uh huh. Yes. So, if someone listening today to the Joan Henry Radio Show would like to become a published author, uh-huh. what advice would you give to them, and what are the do's and don'ts of um, writing a book? 
Well, the, the or first, publishing for that matter. Mm-hmm. Right, for publishing. The, the first thing I would say is to them is um, what is it that, to ask yourself this question, what is it that you have to say or that you want to say okay. with your book? Um, because you have to think about that. Whatever it is, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, you have to want to say something. Oh, okay. You, know, you have to want to say something. What is it that you want whoever reads that book to come away with? And that's, that's the thinking that you have to have in it as far as um, when you start thinking about, oh, I want to write a book. Okay, what do you, what do you want to say? Okay. You know? <laughs> the second thing is, is, is you want to do your homework. Understand you should know, a, you know, should know something about publishing. You should know something about um, writing a book. So you want to do some research, you want to do a little homework, even if it's just talking to someone who may have already written a book that you know, or connecting with someone who has written a book to kind of get, you know, to kind of kind of find out what their thinking was, how they, what did they do, what did they, you know, what kind of what were the things that they went through uh, in order to be able to get their, um, their book published. Because a lot of, a lot of aspiring authors think that it's just, oh, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to put words to, to, uh, you know, to a page and I'm going to create this, you know, this, this bestseller. It doesn't work like that. Right. <laughs> you know, you have, to actually, you have to actually think about what it is that you want to say and then you have to have a methodical way of being able to say it so that it makes sense not just to you, but it makes sense to those that are going to be reading it, whether it's a, whether it's a novel or whether it's a, a, a self you know a, a self help book or motivational book or even a, a biography, you know you sit and you want to think about those things. How um, how do you want to say what it is that you want to say? Um, and and then as you as you go to start to put the pieces together of that puzzle of, of writing the book, um, just understand the process. Find out the process and a good publisher will be able to explain to you the process, and then they will be able to explain to you um, the, the, um, not just the process, but walk you through the process um, to help you to understand. You may, you, know, you may go the route of, of using a publisher, or you may go the route of being an entrepreneur, which is where you actually publish it yourself. So understanding the you know the the, um, the 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 good the good and the bad of both and which one works best for you, you know do I need to um, you know do I want to start off publishing with someone, learn the ropes and then go and 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 moving forward let's say the next book I'll pub- I'll be able to publish it myself because that's what I want to do, or am I someone who just wants to write the book and let you know let the publisher um, be able to handle all of the other aspects of it while I do, you know, I may market it, I may have to market it, I may have to kind of make sure that I'm branding myself correctly and all of those things. Um, but I, I can understand which one fits me best and which one I, I, I want to, which one I'm looking to do. So that would be my advice for someone who's looking to, you know, to, to uh, aspiring to write a book. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. And, of course, I – for those who don't know, listening to the Joan Henry Radio Show, my book, The Power of a Positive Mindset, Leroy is the publisher for that book. Okay, so if you haven't got your copy, it's still not too late. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. You definitely want to pick it up. because yes, it's, that's right. And Joan, and I've told you, Joan, that it's a book that will, um, that enlightens, empowers, and impacts people. That is, it teaches people something, it equips people with something, and then it impacts people to want to do something. That's what they're going to come away with with that, the power of a, power, uh, of a, of the power of a positive mindset. That's right. That's what they're going to get with that. <laughs> yes. So let me ask you, because this mm-hmm. is important, um, what are the top three characteristics that everyone in business should have and why? Mm. Oh wow, that's a that's a good question. The top three characteristics. Um, the first one I would say is is um, is a be a reader. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I would say would be a um, someone who um, is empowering. 
which is somebody who can teach you something or equip you with something. Uh-huh. And then number three is is being a, a forward thinker. Okay. All right. So why did you pick those three? Break them down for me. Well, I, I think that um, someone who's a reader, um, I'll give you an example. Um, Warren Buffett, and I was reading an article about Warren Buffett, and they would say in the article, Warren Buffett, he talks about he spends pretty much like 70, I think it said 70, don't quote me on the actual percentage, but he spends about 70 to 75% of his day reading, just reading, whether it's okay. uh, the newspaper, whether it's the magazine articles, um, whether it's his uh, uh, stock reports. Um, things like that. He spends 70 to 75% of his day reading, which tells me that successful people and, and leaders, successful people, successful leaders, successful business uh, and entrepreneurs are readers because what happens when we, when we read is we become informed. We become right. informed on the whether it's the aspects of your industry, kind of where, <clears throat> where your industry is, where it was, where it's going to be in the future. If you're, if you're well-versed and you have a great knowledge of your particular industry, which means you're reading and up-to-date on things, that means you, you will always be ahead of everybody else. So okay. being, a, being a reader is one of those, I think, is, is one of the strongest characteristics that you carry as a, as a business owner because you, be, you become knowledgeable and you become informed. Um, you're empowering because... What you, what you do with that knowledge is you are able to empower other people, which is where you're able to equip other people with the knowledge from the knowledge that you've gained. You should always – I look at it like this. We should be, as, as a business owner, as a leader, you should be just a conduit for information, where information flows through you. It shouldn't just flow to you. It should actually flow through you because that information comes into you, and then you take that information and you pour it into uh, those that are around you. Because what happens is, is you make other people around you better. You make your employees better. You make anybody that, that is uh, in, you know, in, in connection with you, you make them better. You impact them in that kind of way. Um, you know, so I, th- those, are, you know, those are the couple of things I say why I think that um, – that you know they should be readers, uh, should be empowering, and then they should be. Um, what was the third thing I said? I said um, they should be. Um, what did I? What did I say? The third. The third one was um, readers. Well, <laughs> readers empowering, and, and then you should be. Um, oh my God, Joan! I just lost my train of thought with that. And, and, um, and that's fine because I'm sure you could throw another one in there because I just asked for yeah. three, but I'm sure there's like yeah, oh, and, and they really are. Well, and and you should be you know empowering, but then the, the I would say the the last thing is you should always be um, <clears throat> the kid. You when you when you have when you're empowered and you're a reader, you get results. You know, oh, okay. a, a business person, you are someone who gets results. And and when you do that, when you when you're able to pour into others, you're able to get results. You're able to move not just yourself forward, but you're actually to, able to move others forward. And you know what? I'm yeah. kind of glad you didn't remember whatever the third one was mm-hmm. because getting results kind of tie it all in. Because right. yes, you want to be a reader. Yes, you want to be empowering. But if you're not getting any results from either one of the two, then it kind of doesn't make exactly. sense. So exactly. there's a reason for yeah. everything. I'm glad you didn't remember that third one because getting results kind of tied all in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, absolutely. But you know what? We're going to continue with more of this Power Talk, Leroy. We're going to go to our first commercial break for the day. Okay. So listeners of the Joan Henry Radio Show, don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back with more of the Joan Henry Radio Show and Mr. Leroy McKenzie. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 
or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. The most important day in a couple's life deserve the best. And at the Renaissance, that's exactly what you will get. We offer expert planning services for all of our happy couples as well as our exclusive in-house staff. The Renaissance will help with all of the important details including menu creation, tasting options, bar planning, itinerary planning, day of wedding coordination, and no interest payment plans. If you're starting to plan your big day and want to see what we can offer, Call or text us at 804-649-3373 or visit our website at www.renaissanceva.com. Again, that's 804-649-3373 or you can visit our website at www.renaissanceva.com. From beginning to the end, it all starts at the REN. The shops at the Renaissance are a grouping of offices tailored specifically to wedding vendors located in the historic Arts District of downtown Richmond. If you are looking for a true one-stop shop for your ceremony and reception location, then you will find all of our pro photographers, planners, florists, hair and makeup artists, lighting, invitation, DJ and entertainment services, and wine connoisseurs all in the same place. Let us help you plan the event of your dreams. The shops at the Renaissance, where the best in event planning call their home. Welcome back to the Joan Henry Radio Show. And before we get back with our, our Power Talk with Mr. McKenzie today, we want to thank AMFM247 for taking MWHY Radio Network to different AM and FM stations across the U.S. So today, I want to thank everyone who is listening in Tampa, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, Macon, Georgia, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Bowler, Colorado, Richmond, Virginia, Northern, I mean, Greenville, North Carolina, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thanks to all the countries who continue to download the shows from iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Windows Xbox, um, Blog Talk Radio, Facebook, and all the other podcasting sites. And, of course, this includes my listeners in London, Canada, Cayman Islands, the Bahamas, and, of course, Jamaica. Shout out to the Jamaica Constabulary Force, Mr. Tabian Anderson, who always tune in with his crew to the Joan Henry Radio Show. Thank you so much. So, Mr. Leroy McKenzie, we are back. So, let's move on with the show. You still with me? Yes, ma'am, I'm with you. All right, all right, all right, because this, what I'm about to ask you is big. Because I often hear women entrepreneurs say that, men, say that women don't support each other. So mm. from a male business owner perspective, what would you say to that? Would you say the same? What uh, would I say if that, that uh, men don't that support other men in business? That you don't get support from male, you know, I've interviewed mm-hmm. a couple of women that said, oh, women don't support each other. Would you say the same thing for men? Um, no, I, honestly, I would say, I think, I think we as men support one another more when it comes to business. Um, <laughs> I, I just think it's a different, uh, it's a different mindset for, for whatever reason. Um, so, I, I mean, the, the, I know my business associates, and and the things that I do, um, I get support from them, um, you know, in, in different ways. Now, I will say I probably have more women that support me than, you know, than, than men, but I do have, I wouldn't say that, you know, that men don't, you know, don't support me in my business and the things that I'm doing, uh, especially with the different, um, you know, the different um, male organizations that I'm a part of. We're all about supporting each other. So okay. it, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, I would say that because of that perspective. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for clearing 
clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard I've heard women say the same thing too that that it becomes it, it's a hard that, that they if that's the the one thing that they would say about each other is that they don't necessarily support each other and that they you know there's a there's a um you know kind of like a jealousy thing where you know they uh, they don't want to see you know you kind of they that kind of catty type thing and stuff like that but yeah. you know. Um, and, and and I guess in some respects it may just all depend on your, you know, your experiences. You know, you may have some women that, you know, that don't think that at all. They have, you know, they have plenty of uh, other, you know, they have plenty of female friends that support them in, you know, in all of their business endeavors and everything. Well, like you know what, and I would, I would um, say that I might, I I'm one of those um, people that you just referred to because mm-hmm. I've been hosting the Women's Entrepreneur Expo for exactly. last year. I celebrated 10 years. Yep. And I have never had any <laughs> problems. As a matter of fact, I have people like wanting to be on my speakers list like mm. from the year before just to make sure that they get a spot. And the thing uh-huh. is, because it's a free event for the community, I'm not paying my speakers. But I always find people who want to come and support me to support mm-hmm. my venture. But you know something, Leroy? I think it's it boils down to relationship. Yeah, you oh, you just nailed it, Joe. It boils that, down to relationships really because if you're gonna treat if you treat the people that do business with you right, they will continue to want to do business with you. They will Absolutely. tell other people about yep. you. You cannot be snobby and just firing off at people and be <laughs> full of attitude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but when you come to my event, I'm one of the most humbling person you can find. People would ask mm-hmm. me, this is your platform. Why are you not speaking? No, that's okay. I hope mm-hmm. another platform for other people. Why are you not being the MC? That's okay, too. And it's not that I can't do these things because anybody that knows Joan well, I'm a talker, and I can hold my own. <laughs> but, I mean, just giving other people the opportunity to grow. So, you know, it's the relationship and, and, and with everything, in every aspect of life, when you have a great relationship in that area that you're pursuing, mm-hmm. it's, you're always going to find favor, you know. But if you have a bad relationship and then if that coupled up with the jealousy, that's always not good. But for me, right. I cannot really say that, you know, I have people that sabotage or, just wouldn't like to see me, you know. If they do it, it's I, I don't notice. Right. And it right. could have easily been that I'm just not paying attention to that because I'm always looking on the bright side of things and just trying to see what my next move is going to be. I don't always Absolutely. have time to really kind of, you know, delay to kind of figure out what is this one saying, which is this one doing. I really right. don't do that. But, um, exactly. but, <laughs> but, yeah, but I think relationship and respect will go a long way. And that's just the bottom line: relationship yeah. and respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's the you just. I mean, like I said, you just nailed it because having having those relationships, especially when it comes to business, that it is so it is so key to being able to um, to be able to not just. Um, grow, but also to, you know, to when you get into your brand, because that becomes what people know you for. You know, when you talk to people, when people talk about Joan Henry, I guarantee you one of the, one of the major things that they talk about is what you just said, your platform, the women, the, the Women's Entrepreneur Expo. And yep. that platform that you put on, I mean, just just doing an event like that takes up a tremendous amount of time. Yes. So, one, you, you, <laughs> you don't necessarily have time to be trying to be the speaker, be the host, you know, be the, be the MC. Mm-hmm. You need folks yep. to, be able to, do, to be able to do that so that you can make sure that the whole program comes You know what, Leroy, I'll be so exhausted <laughs> after planning the expo that on the day of the event, I just mm-hmm. want to be an attendee. I just want to sit right. back in a chair right. like any attendee and just listen, even though that Absolutely. never happened like that, but that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot exactly. of work. <laughs> it, it is. It's a, it is a lot of work putting a, a great uh, program like that together. So you don't, you know, you don't have time to do the little aspects of the mm-hmm. of the of the event because you have to see, and that's the great thing about being a visionary, which you are, is you yes, you have sir. to look at the big picture. 
You have to look yeah. at more than just the MC. You have to look at more than just being a speaker. You have to, you know, you got to deal with the vendors. There may be something that happens with the vendors. So what are you going to do if you're on stage and something happens and you got to take care of something that happens with the vendors? It's like what you're supposed to stop speaking and go <laughs> and go and go do that. So you have to be able to see the big picture. Yes. The whole picture, you know, making sure that you have a, the, the correct venue, making sure that everything is on point for the event to go off um, yes. the way that it's supposed to be. That and which also now ties in that relationship that I mentioned. You tie that in with support because exactly. you have to have a relationship with people, a good business relationship mm-hmm. for them to support you so that you can do other things. So I think, you know, with the former question, you know, if people just, have a supportive relationship. Yes. You notice I keep adding as I go. A supportive mm-hmm. relationship, then, you know, this question wouldn't have to keep resurfacing yeah. because I keep hearing it more than, you know. But anyway, so let's move on. Um, let's talk about social media because, you know, we okay. are in a technology-driven era, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so what are some of the ways that you use social media to market and promote your business and tell me about the different social media platforms that you're engaged with and how you use them. It's actually in in that if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a business owner uh, in this 21st century um, and you're not using um, some form of of social media to be able to uh, brand yourself, to be able to brand your business, um, and brand you know brand you, your business, and, and your and your brand in and of itself, you're missing out and you're leaving money on the table. Because and there may be some some businesses that don't necessarily need social media, but it, I always believe that there it's a tool that every business person, every entrepreneur should have in their toolkit. They should be using some aspect of it, you know, in some kind of way. It might not be as as much as or as frequent as some of you know some other businesses that kind of rely on it, but you should be using it in some aspect. Um, and, and the way that I use it with my business. It's a platform. Um, I use the three major ones that I use are Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, anybody that follows me <laughs> knows that um, those are the three ways that they will, that they're going to see stuff that I do, um, and I use it to to be able to grow my brand, to be able to grow um, grow my business, and to be able to grow me as as the individual. You know, um, and and it's just the way that that I do. I even I even um, took on um, this was maybe a couple of years ago. I had a um, a marketing consultant that I um, that I that I got that I hired and that I worked with so that I could be able to learn how to effectively use social media how to effectively use, you know, the, the marketing tools that I had so that I could grow my business, grow my brand, and grow me. Um, and one of the biggest things that I came away with and that I learned from her was this. She, one of her first assignments to me was to, um, in order for me to effectively grow, she said, I want you to do this. She said, I want you to, to post um, to your social media three times a day or at least one of, one of them three times a day. Um, I've got it so that I can do all three of them at the same time, but um, at least one three times a day. And um, I, 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 was, I had to post one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and then one in the evening. She, she, she challenged me to do that. Um, and the reason she did that was, she said, because you're going to uh, encounter uh, people, different people at those different time frames. So in the morning, you're going to get different people than you get in the afternoon. In the afternoon, you're going to get different people than you would in the evening. So it's kind of a rotation. You know how you listen to the radio and you have the, the different segments throughout the day. Well, you have people that listen to the radio in the morning, people listen to the afternoon, listen to the evening. So you're going to meet these different people at different times. Same concept with social media. So she had me, you know, do the postings, and um, I actually created, like, my own little 
thing of, 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 of how I was going to post. In the morning, I post something that's motivational. In the afternoon, I post something that has to do with my business, you know, whatever I may be, you know, have going on or things that I want to kind of, kind of promote in the afternoon with my business. And then in the evening, I have something that's just fun has nothing to do with anything. It's just me having fun trying to engage people. And it worked. I mean, I, I, gave, I gave her fits in the beginning because I was just like, I don't have time to be doing this. You know, I don't have time to be on social media. Social media is not, you know, this, that, and that. She said, Leroy, try it. She said, do it. And, and it, don't, it has become so a part of my, my business lifestyle now. Uh-huh. That it's it's it you know it's a lifestyle now where I make sure it's something that I have to do daily. I have to do it. It's something that that's part of my routine that I've incorporated into part of my business day. It's a part of my business day. So that's how I use social media, and it's grown. It's grown my brand. It's grown my business. It's grown me because people see me and they know me. And they're like, man, a couple folks they were just like you everywhere. You know, I said, it, 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 it seems like I'm everywhere because I'm always posting and everything like that. But I, I use it effectively to be able to, you know, to market myself. And, and those, please hear me, those business owners that are listening to this show, that are, that are listening or that will listen, it is an, a, an effective tool, and it doesn't cost you anything. To do to part. use social media. <laughs> right. It doesn't cost you anything to use social media. Now you can there's certain aspects of it that you you know, that you can pay to kind of boost up, you know, certain certain uh certain things on Facebook that you can use to boost your your um your viewings and stuff like that. Same thing with Instagram, same thing with Twitter. They're things that you can use to kind of enhance it if you choose to. But the 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 basic the basic of it uh, it is free. It doesn't cost you anything but your time. You have to right. carve out that time to be able to effectively market your business. And if you're a business owner, you should want to effectively market your business. Oh, and absolutely. why not if it doesn't cost you anything, you know? Right. But let me ask you this, though, because you mentioned the Twitter, the Facebook, mm-hmm. and Instagram. Uh-huh. What about LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn is kind of more, mm-hmm. for, more yeah, well, business. LinkedIn- you can. Oh, because it didn't say LinkedIn, so I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, you can use LinkedIn. I, and I use LinkedIn too, but I just don't use it as much as the other as three, much. to be honest okay. with you. Now I, have, now, I have some of my other friends, business associates, they use LinkedIn more so than they do the other ones. So it kind right. of depends on which one suits, which one is going to suit what it is that you that you're doing uh, that you do. LinkedIn is, is more professional on the professional side, and mm-hmm. people use it to kind of you know to kind of build relationships, like you talked about, which is really great because it's more professional. LinkedIn is more professional than anything than probably any of the other ones. It's going to be you know you're going to the folks that are on that on LinkedIn they're going to be professional they're going to be professional oriented and having a, a professional mindset. So yeah, definitely definitely you can use LinkedIn too if it but you want to make sure that it fits what it is that you're trying to do. Well, yeah, then that's mm. always the that's always the bottom line. Absolutely, <laughs> making sure that it does fit what you want to do. So, right. um, Leroy, I'm going to go to our final commercial break for the day. Okay. So, hang on, don't go yep. anywhere. We are going to be right back, <laughs> listeners. Hang in there. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. Hi, this is Emmett Hickam with Richmond Bridal Consulting. We are the winners of the Knott's Best of Weddings and Wedding Wires Couples Choice Awards. People ask me, Emmett, why should I hire a wedding planner? My response is this. We know the wedding industry, so we can guide you through the landmines of the wedding planning process and to make this a perfect wedding for you. Contact us today for a free consultation at 804 691 4441 or www.richmondbridalconsulting.com. And remember, 
Here at Richmond Bridal Consulting, we take care of the to-do, you focus on the I-do. Brought to you by... On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network. The network that helps you. Welcome back to the Joan Henry Radio Show with special guest... Mr. Leroy McKenzie. So, um, Leroy, was there anything we, when before we go to break, we were talking about social media. Is there anything else you want mm-hmm. to mention about um, social media as far as how you well, use it to market or promote your business? Well, I just think the 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 last thing that I that uh, that I'll say about it with with using social media, just make sure that you separate your um, your business. You have, that you have a business page and then you have a personal page, and that you um, that you effectively use your business page for your you know for the business purposes and everything like that. You don't want to have the, they can intertwine a little bit if you need to, but you want to be careful. You certainly want to have um, a separate business page and not just have a personal page because some of the personal stuff doesn't necessarily need to be on your uh, business page, and some of your business stuff doesn't need to be on your personal page. So that would be the last thing that I would, that I would but, add to that. You know what, and I'm laughing because I kind of feel like you're talking to me here. I know you're not talking to me, but I'm just saying. But this is what happened. This is my reason. And I have business page for my two businesses, the Expo uh-huh. as well as the um, my right. nonprofit. Uh-huh. But I personally find where I don't know is it that people just like to have fun or people are just inquisitive. I don't know, but <laughs> I have more people to go to my um, personal page uh-huh. more than they do my other pages. And as a result, I ended up posting a lot of business stuff on my personal page, hey, even I'm, though. I'm going to give you a <laughs> no, tip after you finish. Go ahead. No, I was saying even though I have those two professional pages, mm-hmm. it's almost like, okay, people tend to come to my page because sometimes I post like if I'm on vacation or mm-hmm. if I may make a special dish or something. I don't know if people just like to see the fun stuff then, you know, mixed in with the business stuff, but I got a lot of people. If I post something on my personal page, I got so many likes or loves mm-hmm. or whatever the heck goes on, but try <laughs> posting it on my business pages and you find where ah, it's, it's something right. you posted. So I don't know. So sometimes, you know, it is, I agree with you to definitely always have a business page, but sometimes you got to go, you got to post where, you know, people are going to see it. Absolutely. Or even going to care to go look. Right. Here's, here's, here's a tip that I learned, and I learned this, I was at, I forgot which conference it was, but um, there was a, um, a gentleman that did the, um, uh, th- that was doing the, he was doing a social media workshop. Um, uh-huh. And it's, the, and you probably know him, it's the guy that does the syndicate, what's it called, it's called the syndicate, um, he does a photography uh, it's called this. I forgot the name of his company. It's called the Syndicate something. But he's. I mean, I think most folks know him because he does a lot of events around. But here's what he. The tip that I learned from him, um, mm-hmm. and one of the things that he talked about when it came to posting, um, he said when you when you, he said what you do if you want to get more um, people to flow to your business page, he said post something from your business page onto your personal page. And what happens is people will, people will be on your personal page, but it's coming from your business page. Mm-hmm. So what it will do, it will draw people to your business page because they'll see where it's coming from. And it, and it actually works because you'll get people, they'll either, you know, they, they'll, they'll like it, you know, on your personal page, but they'll, oh, let me go see what, what this, you know, this, uh, this, this RESA uh, company is about. Let me see what they do. You know, because they got a lot of postings here on Joan's on Joan's personal page. So let me go right. check them out and and see that. 
or you know, or the the Women's Entrepreneur Expo. They got a lot of postings on you know on on Jones' personal page. They got a lot of stuff going on. Let me go and visit them. So posting from your your business page onto your personal page that works because that's what I started doing. I started going. I started posting stuff on my personal on my on my professional page, my business page, and then sharing it to my personal page. And you know things that I knew that I wanted folks to see because, like you said, it, it, you know folks are more into you know, and that's what Facebook is. Facebook is more fun and stuff like that. You know, more so I think people do it for entertainment. Um, but those of us who are business people, we're about trying to look do it for use it for business purposes. And see, and that is when like LinkedIn <laughs> would come in very uh-huh. appropriate because you nobody really posts like, oh, I'm on vacation on LinkedIn hardly. Right, right. <laughs> so right. when you want to hit up, like, right. you know, business people, then that's why even, you know, LinkedIn, again, is definitely important to mm-hmm. be a part of the, you know, the pick. A- absolutely. Yep. But let absolutely. me ask you, though, so I know that you attend a lot, not only attend, but participate mm-hmm. in many entrepreneurial conferences. Mm-hmm. So tell my listeners, why is it important for entrepreneurs now, whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or a budding entrepreneur, why is it mm-hmm. important to get out and attend these conferences? We already talked about the social media being on the mm-hmm. Facebook and all that, but attending a, a physical conference, getting up, getting out your house, go to a conference, why is that important? Mm, it's important because the num- my number one fundamental strategy of branding um, is is partnerships, sponsorships, and collaborations. You mm-hmm. build, like you said, you build those relationships when you attend conferences. You build those relationships by being at the different events that you go to and that you need to be a part of. Um, I have what I call you should have a, a calendar of events and then an events calendar. Your events calendar is you as a business. What events are you doing? With your, you know, with your business, what is it? What events are you doing as a business that you kind of host, that you kind of do? And then you have an events calendar. You have a calendar of events, which are what events do you need to be at? I call those my must be. Those are your be in the room events. Those are events that you know I need to absolutely be in that room because there's somebody, someone in that room that I need to meet or that needs to meet me. And you can't do it if you're not in the room. Okay. No, that definitely, definitely makes sense. That's a great, you know, great response to the question. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that somebody listening, they will definitely make note of that. So um, <laughs> we've been talking for a while now about you mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and all the things that you do. But if you were to pick, what is your greatest joy of being an entrepreneur? What is that thing that, make you want to continue being an entrepreneur that gives you that zeal to get up every morning and be like, yes, Mm. I'm in an entrepreneurial mindset. What is your joy of being an entrepreneur? Um, Honestly, my my joy comes from uh, being able to assist others in bringing their vision to reality. Um, I'll give you an example. Just today I I was – on the phone with one of my clients, and, and um, she's going through some, you know, some some turbulence right now. So a couple of obstacles right now, uh, and everything. So being on the phone and, and talking with her, she said, you know, she said, Leroy, when I first got on the phone, I was feeling kind of, you know, feeling kind of down. She said, but but after you know being on the phone with you and talking with you, and um, you know, for a while, I, I feel better, and and that makes me feel good because here I am trying to, um, wanting to be able to uh, impact others in such a way that they are better after a conversation, after uh, an encounter with me than they were before they had that encounter with me. And that's what it's about to me. It's about making people better. Are you better because of the encounter that you had with me. And, and, and my, honestly, my, th- my, my kind of motto this year is chase the impact, impacting okay. people in such a way that, they, you know, that, that, they, that, their, that their lifestyle shifts and changes 
because of because of something I said, something I was able to do for them, something I was able to pour into them. That that's what gives me joy, Joan. Right, and so I I know, and that could go kind of two ways, and then you could clear this up for me because as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, of course you are in the business to make money. So a mm-hmm. lot of times you have your clients that you coach and counsel and, you know, mm-hmm. they set them on their entrepreneurial path and all of that. But right. as an entrepreneur, a blessed entrepreneur, let me say that, and as you know, because you're a man of God, you know where I'm coming from, we are mm-hmm. blessed to be a blessing. Absolutely. How have you or how do you plan to kind of bless someone in, in, in your community who's not an entrepreneur, somebody who doesn't have money to pay for your services or anything, but just as a way of giving back to your community. What are some of the things that you have done or that you plan to do? Well, uh, I know um, the, one of the things that, that I do is I, I try to work with, I've actually, I'm a part of a, a couple of organizations that, work with, that works with the community. So we do things on a, you know, on a continued basis to try and make our communities better because, you know, you and I both know that our communities need our help. So yeah. being able to, you know, whether it's, whether it's giving my time, whether it's giving my expertise to uh, those folks that, like you said, may not be able to necessarily afford to uh, pay you right away or even pay you, but you know that that's going to come back tenfold because, as you yes. know, when, you, when, when, you, when, we are, when we pour out to others, the Lord then has, has room to pour in more into us. So, oh, that, you know, those are, those are things that I do, yes. Awesome. So on that note, how can people find you, follow you, get in touch with you as a business um, person? Uh, my sure. Business they, know. <laughs> they, can, um, they can connect with my website is www.jnfenterprises.com, and it's www.j is in Jesus. N is in never, F is in fail. That's J N F. Jesus never fails. That's what that stands for. J N F Enterprises dot com. Um, we're on social media. We're on Facebook. J N F Enterprises. Uh, Instagram at J N F Enterprises. Twitter at J N F Enterprises One. Uh, you can find us. Everything is pretty much J, pretty much J N F Enterprises. <laughs> or like on my um, on my Facebook, my personal page is Leroy McKenzie Jr. You can you can catch me uh, catch me there as uh, catch me there as well. Okay, so in very few words, because we're uh-huh. nearing the end of the show. Yep. I need to know, and my listeners need to know, where do you see yourself in business in the next three to five years? Wow. Um, Let's see. In 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 uh, three quick three quick ways, I see mm-hmm. me. Uh, I see my brand being not only national but global, mm-hmm. being global. Uh, two, I see me. Uh, I see JNF being able to impact um, the community that we are a part of in a in a greater way, being able to be philanthropist, being able to give more, do more for the community. And three um, would be. Uh, a, a, a building a legacy, have a legacy built, a build, a built in, in, in five years. And I couldn't agree more with all three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, to be a successful entrepreneur, you must thirst for knowledge and enjoy learning. That's a great way to keep you effective and efficient because remember the smallest lesson learned can make a big difference in your business. So I urge you to put in the work to make your business choice successful because, as I always said, it takes both rain and sunshine to build a rainbow. As we come to the end of today's broadcast, I want to again thank Mr. Leroy McKenzie for being an amazing guest, and thanks to all my amazing listeners, and thanks to the amazing May We Help You radio network. So join us next week, same time, same network, for another exciting broadcast. I look forward to your continued love and support, and please let me know how I can help you as you help your community. I am Jamaican Joan, and until then, you take care and make this a million-dollar day.
this morning.